All right. I would like to welcome everybody to the On the Purple Couch podcast, The Creative Life. This is Bahia, your host. I am really pleased to welcome Judith Hartson. She is the founder of Artists and Makers. She's going to tell us about what that is, where it's located, and the energy that they're bringing to the artist community in D.C. Welcome, Judith. Hey, Bahia, how are you? I am very well. I'm happy to welcome you to this group, and this is an exciting weekend for you guys. Tell us a little bit about Artists and Makers. Absolutely. Artists and Makers Studios opened three years ago in March uh, in Rockville, which is in Montgomery County, Maryland. We opened with um, about 30 resident artists. And we grew over time, uh, started to take up more space in this building until we are now occupying about 13,000 square feet. We have 66 resident artists that are affiliated with this program at Park Lawn. And we are just down the street from uh, White Flint. And then in November of last year, we took over 23,000 square feet of a building on Wilkins Avenue in Rockville. And we currently have all together, all together 36,000 square feet, uh, about 150 resident artists. We are galleries, studios. Uh, classrooms and artists are juried in mm-hmm. and rent their spaces and then also receive all sorts of professional development um, assistance and our connections to the community. So we have corporate art consultants that come to visit, interior designers, and a lot of different people from the community that come looking for artists. Wonderful. I really enjoy Artists and Makers. Artists and Makers located in the heart of Rockville in the middle of the DMV. And it is really a beautiful, curated and creative space. Lots of artists. Judith, when you started this business um, about three years ago, and, and I should say, I know this is not just a business for you. This is a way of life, of supporting artists. You've done that your whole career. What did you I have. Out? Yes. What did you set out to accomplish when you came up with this concept of the Artists and Makers Studios? Well, interestingly, I've been involved for many years with the Women's Caucus for Art uh, when I lived in Central Florida. Um, And when I first moved here about 15 years ago, uh, became affiliated with some local art centers and saw programs running and saw what was being offered in the area and became really excited about the concept of supporting artists better and offering things that that artists aren't accustomed to finding in a studio experience. I think that our professional development programs, whether it's uh, gallery talks, um, uh, salon and artful conversation where we bring professionals from the DMV, Uh, to talk to small groups of artists where they can ask questions and really get hands-on information. I think all of those things set us apart Mm -hmm. uh, from other studio programs in the area. We keep a very clean space, a very open space. We welcome uh, members of the public to come in during the day, all week long, and on the weekends uh, to visit artists. And I think we provide 
a, a welcoming homey studio environment and a very engaging environment for the public to experience. Perfect. Judith, what did you what would you say was a very big goal that you had set, one of your far-reaching goals. In fact, about two weeks ago, you invited me to do a marketing session on business goals and uh, as part of your um, uh, salon series. One of the things we talked about was setting large goals. When you think back three years ago, what was one of those really high-reaching, far-reaching goals that you've now achieved today? Can you tell us what that might have been? I would say a lot has to do with the level of professionalism we show. I think it also um, was my goal to create a community that was a big family that cared about each other and interacted in healthy professional ways. And I don't think I realized when we opened the place just how much that would come to fruition. Our, yeah. our artists make friends, they build bonds, they travel to each other's shows. And I think the, the community spirit and the level of professional, professionalism have far exceeded uh, the goals that I set. Perfect. Perfect. Thanks for that. Um, especially right now, we're in February and getting ready for March, of course, and all the, um, everybody has sort of set out their goals, right, Judith? They're going to exercise more. They're going to do this and that. But now is really crunch time. This is the time, March, you know, February, March, people are getting ready to say, okay, are we real about the goals that we've set? So I'm glad that you shared that very big goal, which was a stretch goal and has developed into so much more, right? Oh, absolutely. And I think that it's important. Goal setting is very important because you've got to be working towards something. And I think now uh, in this year, I think my goal is to make sure that just about everybody in the metro area knows that we're here. Yes, yes. And, and I think that that's very good. Um, there is an energy in the artist community. Um, and the artist community encompasses such a range. I, I know um, I always laugh when people refer to me as an artist. I'm like, really, am I? But I am. I, I enjoy it. There's an artist, there's an energy in the artist community. How does artists and makers contribute or enhance to that? What do you guys bring to the game? Oh, I think, you know, we, we are very friendly people at A&M at both locations, but I think that um, having five galleries between the two locations, we are able to offer exhibit opportunities and um, gallery opportunities that are disappearing uh, in the metro area. In fact, there is just a survey that's out uh, right now um, uh, that East City Arts has, has uh, published as well that they're talking about the creative community in D.C. and the fact that exhibit opportunities are drying up, galleries are closing, um, and the local art scene is changing. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we show a wide range of artists uh, in the galleries every month. And I think we've, we've really 
tried to take on the role of showing artists that aren't getting shown elsewhere. So whether it's an emerging artist or a mid to late career artist, uh, I am very proud of our exhibit calendar and the caliber of the artists that we show. Yes, yeah, I can attest to that. Um, one of the things I love to do is um, when Eddie, my little son, uh, he's seven, um, when he comes to Artists and Makers, he walks around and looks at the large white walls and the equally large paintings of all genres. And w seeing his little body walk up and down the hallways, Judith, it just excites me so much because I can only imagine all that he's taking in. Oh, absolutely. And I think that uh, everyone can benefit from the experience of meeting our artists, seeing them work, seeing demonstrations, seeing finished exhibits in the gallery. And I, we have some pre-K kids that come to the building um, that are in a Montessori school here, and they have art experiences with a teacher, and they get to see the art in the galleries. And then we have teenagers that come to every opening, young adults, and then all sorts of people from the metro area community. And we draw from as far as away as Virginia and yes. downtown DC on first Fridays. And I'm always astonished at how many people come out. We just love it. Um, that's a really good point. You know, one of the things that we love about living in the DMV and for everybody who's listening outside, because we know we have fans all over the world, in fact, the DMV is Washington, D.C., it's Maryland and Virginia. And what that DMV sort of represents is that people work in D.C., live in Virginia, live in Maryland, work, play, go to different, their children's birthday parties, go clubbing in downtown D.C., but they live in Maryland. And so we all sort of live and work in, those, in that space. Um, when, tell us about First Fridays, and this is a special First Friday. What's going to be happening? Give us the address for people who are listening. They're looking to get into something this Friday. Tell us about First, first Fridays and what's happening this weekend. Absolutely. First Friday, almost, almost always, unless there's a big holiday that we have to bum, bump one weekend back for, uh, the first Friday of the month from 6 to 9 p.m. at both locations, we host the best party in town <laughs> with the best food, the best wine, um, and the best art that you're going to see. So different exhibits every month. The artist studios are open. Both locations are just nine-tenths of a mile apart in Rockville with plenty of free parking. So you can come to one location and then hop over to the other location and see close to 150 artists if they're all here. So the Parklawn address is 11810 Parklawn Drive in Rockville, and it's just, just about a 10 minute walk from the White Flint Metro. The Wilkins address is 12276 Wilkins Avenue in Rockville. And that actually is a 10 minute walk from uh, the Twinbrook Metro. And um, both locations are open from six to nine on first Fridays. Uh, you can get something to eat, something to drink. You can browse the studios 
some of the artists do demos. And then this month, because it's our third anniversary, in all five galleries at both locations, we will be featuring the work of our resident artists. And we're hanging the exhibits right now. They're looking absolutely gorgeous. And we have artists who work in all practices. We have uh, sculptors in wood and stone. Uh, we have ceramists. We have painters, encaustic artists, fiber artists, mixed media artists, photographers, jewelers, all sorts of people. It, you can find almost any kind of work that you can imagine finding between our two buildings. Right, right. And we're really excited to be here. We're in the Wilkins um, Avenue um, studios and we enjoy uh, the space very much. Judith, what are you working on for the next phase of Artists and Makers? What's coming down the pike? Well, as always, I think we want to grow. I think uh, this business model has worked so well. We are a for-profit business, okay. um, which it doesn't affect the public much, except for the fact that we aren't constantly begging you for donations. And I don't need a full-time grants person who does nothing but apply for grants all day long. So we are self-sufficient. Um, we take in studio rents. We um, host classes and workshops. Mm -hmm. And of course, the hope is to always sell things out of our galleries for our artists every month. Um, the artists who show in our galleries provide a 25% commission to the gallery, which actually in the metro area is a very, very nominal uh, commission fee. Okay. And our goal is to promote artists and build their reputations and help them do business even better than they did before. So uh, the big overarching goal, I hope, is to expand as we're able to, um, while still focusing very much on each and every artist and the experience that they have with us. Right, right. Thank you for that. You know what I just thought as I was listening to you, I love the fact that there are a range of workshops that happen um, in the building, in the both buildings. In fact, this Sunday on the Purple Couch, we're having a, a goal setting workshop um, and people can register for that on our website. But then also, the individual artists also offer workshops and that is an opportunity for the public to sit and learn dialogue with the different artists that are represented here the different mediums and i love that aspect of this place are there any workshops that you have in mind that are coming up uh, maybe there's a salon coming up um, or something absolutely else? so for the month of March, we are having a salon that will focus on um, female artists over the age of 40, and that information is currently on our website. Um, we also have um, a leather goods artist who is going to be teaching kids how to sew mm. um, out of her studio. She's going to be moving from the Wilkins property to the Park Lawn property uh, in the next month. We have an artist who offers watercolor workshop, actually several. Um, Kathy Hirsch teaches out of her studio. Bonnie Lundy is a very well-known area artist, and she teaches out of the Park Lawn classroom. Uh, David Daniels is known all over the DMV. Uh, he also teaches out of Wilkins. Mm 
Gene Hirons is a pastel artist who teaches. Uh, Glenn Kessler teaches not only weekly classes, but a three-year program. Um, we have a photographer, Elodie Crimmy, who teaches um, cell phone photography and other Photoshop and, and elements programs, all that sort of thing. And on our website, you can find all sorts of people that teach all sorts of things. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I love the whole workshop model. I have to tell you, we've been doing workshops uh, in the area for years and uh, it's really a great opportunity uh, for the community to be in, involved. Um, oh yes. And you know, you can experiment, you can try a medium that you've never worked with yes. before and you can see if it works for you and if you enjoy it and if you get something out of it and if you don't, you can try something else. That's right. That's right. Judith, is there anything you want to share um, with um, the artist community, friends of artists and creatives out loud that um, could be listening to this? Um, okay. Absolutely. I think for artists everywhere, uh, I think it's important to be working. I think it's important to express yourself. I think it's important to keep practicing and bettering your talents. But more specifically, I hope that the people listening, if they're close to where we are, come to an exhibit, uh, come to a party that we host. If you're looking for studio space, oh, for goodness sake, come out and take a tour. We've got floor plans to fit all sorts of needs and budgets, and studios can be shared. And I think once you experience this place, I know some people studio hop all over the Metro DC area. Um, there are very few studio complexes that have everything that we have to offer. And I think that once you experience it, you're going to come back. Awesome. Awesome. I want to direct people to the website that is artists and spell out and makers studios with an S.com. You can find a lot of uh, the information that Judith has shared. I'll repeat that again. Artists S and spell out and makers studio studios. Dot com. You can also find Artists and Maker Studios on Instagram. We all love Instagram. We're everywhere on that. We're also on Facebook as well at Artists and Makers. There's workshop schedule and there's a list of all the artists and residents and their mediums and how to be in touch with them. Um, in regards to us, we have our workshops coming up. You can always find that on onthepurplecouch.com. Judith, thank you so much for this time. Um, congratulations on three years. This is a huge feat managing all of, uh, of uh, the group that you have. Managing is a challenging um, uh, sphere anyway, um, but I just really wanted to thank you for giving us this time. Oh, absolutely, Bahia. And I just, I'm so glad we get to work with you. You're a tremendous professional. And I, every single day, no matter what's going on, even if I'm tearing my hair out, I, at some point during the day, I say I have the best job in the world and I love what I do. And I think that when that is the case, I think it translates. And I think people, when they come here, they feel it. I think we're very, very fortunate. Awesome. Awesome. Judith, thank you. Everybody, I hope you'll come out on Friday if you're in the DMV. This Friday, that's first Friday, we're going to be celebrating the third year anniversary of Artists and Makers. 
in Rockville, check out the website, artistsandmakerstudios.com. And if you don't make it this Friday, there's next Friday, um, the next first Friday, and check out the workshops. Again, Judith, thank you. And uh, thanks to the On the Purple Couch family. Please share, like, um, subscribe to the podcast, and we'll see you around. Thank you again.